In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So our title today is Obeying the Truth. This is what we heard in the epistle of St. Peter in his second chapter, in, in his first chapter, verse 22. But before we start, let me share with you the words of St. Irenaeus. To obey the truth, it means I'm obeying the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's telling us we know, we have known the method of our salvation by no other means than those by whom the gospel came to us. It's encouraging us to say that if you are following your own thoughts, if you are following your own standards, you are not in the right direction. Because salvation has been given to us no other means than those by whom the gospel came to us. Which gospel they truly preach. By afterward, by the will of God, they deliver to us in scriptures to be for the future the foundation and pillar of our faith. Again, to be the future, the foundation and the pillar of our faith. The whole uh, reading of the day is inviting us to test our own set of beliefs to test and to examine my own behavior is it according to the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ is it according to the full obedience of his word or I'm still following my own standards so from the beginning we read 2nd Corinthians chapter 2 and I will share with you just one verse St. Paul was saying in 2.17 the last verse of the chapter for we are not as so many here St. Paul is talking to believers in the church, in the church of Corinth. For we are not as so many. Bedling the word of God. Bedling means corrupting. Bedling means deceiving the word of God. Why? Because I am not willing to comply with the standards of God. I am going to make my own standards. I am going to make my own way of thinking and then try to breach it and to promote it to make everyone like me not to conform to the image of his likeness but as of sincerity but as from God we speak in the sight of God in Christ so he's asking you again is it out of sincerity is it from God before God in the sight of God or you are belittling the word of God again he was talking about people in the church but we are not as so many bedling the word of God, but as of sincerity, as, of, as from God, and we speak in the sight of God in Christ. In the same epistle, but we didn't read today, Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2 is telling us the same thing. He's examining himself, examining also his congregation in Corinth. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame. And he's asking you, I mean, this morning, did you renounce the hidden things of shame in your life? Or as far as the people doesn't know it, it's okay. As far as I'm not ashamed of it before myself, it's okay. I have my own standards. I'm not bothered my, bothering myself with, with other people. St. Paul is telling us, it's time to renounce the hidden things of my own shame which is not complying with the fullness of the gospel of truth. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. Again, 
handling the word of God deceitfully. Many of us are accusing God, why I'm not growing? I'm coming to church every week or every now and then, I still am the same person. And now he's answering me anew. You are not renouncing the hidden things of your shame. You are not working, you are not working seriously to stop your sins, to purify your heart, to purify your mind. You are seeking God to endorse your sins and that makes you feeling good enough. But by manifestation of the truth, what is the alternative, what is the opposite of handling the word of God deceitfully? It's by, by manifestation of the truth. And when we open your Bible and when we obey the truth, we hear this manifestation, commending ourselves to everyone's man, every man's conscience in the sight of God. So the whole epistle of St. Paul was telling us it's time to be the fragrance of Christ. It's time to be in this mode of rejecting and renouncing the hidden things of my shame. Again, he doesn't want any one of us to go home tonight or today without finding out these shameful hidden things. I need to confess it. I need to repent and I need to abstain from it. Then St. Peter was telling us, since you have verified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, you can't obey it by yourself. Unless you seek the power of the Holy Spirit, you are not able to obey it. That's why it's time to think again. Am I opposing the work of the Holy Spirit in me? I'm still rejecting to repent. I'm saying this is not bad. This is not too bad. I was too bad, but now I'm not as such. He's telling me, either you are receiving this full purification of your soul in obeying the truth through the Spirit. Again, an insincere love of the brethren. Love one another fervently with a pure heart. He's telling you and me, there's a manifestation if you are obeying this truth or not. If you are endorsing your sin and the sins of your beloved ones, you are not loving them. This is not a pure love. Pure love is always admonishing, instructing one another. That's why St. Ignatius is telling us, it is not hard to obey, but in one condition. When we love the one whom we obey. It's very easy to hear from everyone, I love God. God knows my heart is. Are you obeying Him? No. Why? Because I'm weak. He's telling you, you don't love me. If you love me, then my power is yours. My spirit is indwelling and effectively working in you for the full obedience and sanctification of your life. St. Peter continues in the same epistle, chapter 2 and verse 1 and 3. If you are obeying the truth, this is how you are going to behave. Therefore, laying aside all malice, not part of your malice, all deceit, not, or not part of your deceit, all hypocrisy, all envy, and all evil speaking. Again, just pause for a minute and ask yourself, Am I obeying the fullness of the truth? That's why I decided with His grace, with the power of His Spirit, His Spirit to lay aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, all envy, and all evil speaking. It's very easy to hear now about having an affair or having cheating behind the back of my wife or my husband. And I feel it's normal. As far as she doesn't know, or as far as she, he doesn't know, I'm in a safe mode. But this is a deception. This is evil speaking. This is unholiness. 
and the Lord is telling me and you you are away from the truth he continues as born babes desire the pure milk of the world again the pure milk of the world as contrary again to the handling of the word of God deceitfully are you seeking which one of them this morning the pure milk of the world or this deceitful handling of the word of God if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious again if you are not loving him you can't obey him if you are not tasting him as gracious all these things is nonsense for you and just words to fill a certain time in your life maybe a 10 minute talk in a church or whatsoever St. Paul is confirming and we shared this last week in the Bible study after the liturgy to whom we did not yield submission even for an hour why? that the truth of the gospel might continue with you is a fullness of the truth of the gospel full life of sanctification preparing myself to be in him and to be always united waiting for his second coming to join him in heaven in the book of Acts was telling us there is a very good example King David himself what did he do? for David after he had served his own generation by the will of God Two things here we need to watch everyone in person. He served his own generation. Are you living the time that you are in? Are you dealing with your children, with your parents, according to the time you are in? Are you aware of everything around you? Or you are still living in another century, or even in another country? David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God. This is the second thing. What is the will of God in you? to how to deal with your children, your parents, your wife, your husband, and, and whosoever. He's telling us, he fell asleep, was buried with his father, and saw corruption. Because he was comparing him with our Lord, who never sees so corruption in his death. Again, St. Athanasius is reminding us, it's not your own standards, it's not your own deceitful way of handling the word of God there's only one true message has been handed over to the church are you keen to read and to search for it or you are still feeling so satisfied with what you have which is nearly nothing and you are not eager to read or to search in the scripture but beyond these sayings which is the scriptures let, let us look at the very tradition what is this very tradition teaching and the faith of the Catholic Church from the beginning and here is the sequence otherwise it's not the right teaching which the Lord gave everything has been told by the Lord the Apostle preached and the Fathers kept this is what Saint Ignatius was telling to Sarabia in his first letter about the Holy Spirit and article 28 again which the Lord gave the Apostle preached and the father kept ask yourself is your behavior this morning or yesterday or whatever it was was what the Lord gave was it preached by the apostles was it kept by the, by the fathers or is it your own interpretation according to your own desire away totally from this one holy tradition that's why you will find the psalm is very rejoicing today I will bless the Lord at all times. Why? Because I choose to obey the gospel. 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Why? Because I choose to obey the gospel. My soul shall make its post in the Lord. He is the truth. And his message is the gospel of truth. Then there is one more thing. The humble or the meek in our reading shall hear of it and be glad. Ask yourself again, why am I not glad with such good news that repentance and full obedience and sanctification are mine? Because still I am not humbling my mind enough. I feel that what I have in my mind is higher than the knowledge of God. And it is the Savior in itself. In the Gospel, told us the very famous story that every one of us knows. This paralytic man who came and he couldn't enter, so the, his four friends dropped him from the ceiling. But in fact, he, as a paralytic person, he is the one who is immediately was responding in this obedience of the gospel. Just he heard the Lord telling him, Arise. And the Bible says, Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. And he's asking you and me this morning, You heard a lot about obeying the gospel. You heard a lot about the truth of the gospel. Are you going to respond properly like this man? Immediately you are saying, yes, I will do it. Yes, I am going to stop this. I know this is the hidden things, which is of shame. I need to renounce it this morning. In the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like this. And he wants the whole world, when they see you tomorrow, or today after the liturgy, we never see anything else that the grace of God is working in this person and in this person as such. In the liturgy of St. Basil we pray it every time, but we just pass through it sometimes. And those who rightly divine the word of truth with him are seeking for those teaching which is given to us by Christ, preached by the apostles and kept by the fathers. And the church is praying every liturgy to have this teaching always in the church and nothing else. Let me ask three questions at the end just to think of them and to pray about them at the end of the liturgy. You have to ask yourself seriously and answer for yourself and maybe you can share with your father of confession. that I choose to obey the truth or still the word truth is very vague. I have my own part of this truth. I keep it and the other parts I am even don't want to listen about it. Am I laying aside all kinds of sin? This is a sign if you are obeying rightly the word of God or not. And at the very end, is obeying the truth active in my life or just a mental... I know this is right, I know this is wrong, but I will remain where I am. Many are hearing the word of God. Many are opening the, even the Christian channels day and night, but their life is maybe worse than 10 years ago time to act and to act in His grace through the work of His Spirit that we may live a life worthy of obeying the full gospel of Christ in sanctification and holiness. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.